0: P.m. Big up to everybody in the building, but uh, y'all ain't here to see me. Y'all are definitely not here to see me. So my whole thing on Wednesdays is I'm gonna be bringing in guests that are in the entertainment business and of course just in general in music. And uh, like I couldn't really do all of this if I didn't bring this guy in here uh, first because uh, yeah, when uh, when I when he when he did his first uh, one of his first shows I think recently. I think when you went back to Vibe, Rich, who everyone could see right now on my screen. Hi. Uh, I think when you, you, when you went back to Vibe, I did your, the first interview over there, right? FTL, right?
1: I think so. I think I did the same thing as you. I was kind of like, um, oh, shoot, I don't have a guest. Who can I call that will gu- guarantee say yes?
0: <laughs> right, Exactly. Uh, shout, like out to, today. shout out to everybody in the building. I know a lot of crazy things on the <laughs> news right now. I'm going to get into all of that in a minute. But for the people that don't know, this is the, the legendary, the the legendary. Uh, Bubba likes to call you the ritz That's all right. DJ Ritz. This guy rocking radio clubs heavy for a very, very, very long time. Bro, people know that already. But, like, I think people don't really understand, like, the whole pandemic thing. Like, how that changes completely for a guy like you. Now, you're doing radio, you're doing all this other stuff. Like, how impactful has this pandemic been to our industry and to DJs like you that put in that kind of work?
1: Well, you know what? I guess the key word would be pivot. You know what I'm saying? Like, when your income is pretty much like taken away to like, you know, 30% of it or whatever Serb and, you know, Twitch money and stuff like that, you got to pivot, right? So some DJs didn't do anything, which is cool. Some DJs, you know, what I'm saying turned it up and then, you know, guys like myself, like I'm still on radio, you know what I'm saying? I'm still, I do Twitch a couple times a week, sometimes more and uh, keep it moving. I'm still putting out mixes, still trying to be active. You know what I mean? Like for me, this is all I've done for 20 years. So I don't really have the backup plan or, or, or stuff like that. So I got to make this work. So when it comes to something like this happening, which no one can predict it, and we still can't predict, we don't know what's next week or the week after or next month, but like, I just keep going full force and you know what I'm saying? And just keep improving my craft and take this time. We have extra time as DJs, so it's a good time to pick up another skill. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I work more on my production, I've got a couple songs in the, in, in the can, you know what I'm saying? I've have yeah. switched up my crates, you know. Like, there's a lot of stuff to do for, for DJs that are, you know. But obviously, you know, thank God for Serb. But, you know, without Serb, it'd be a, a little bit of a rough. Can is a lot different time right now, you know,
0: than some of our friends south of the border. That's for sure. Uh, that's what I was gonna get to because I know a lot of DJs are gonna see this. You know what I'm saying? As a guy who's a veteran, like this is a, a challenging time for a lot of guys who just play in the club. What, what do you have to say to some of the younger guys that like? what should they be doing right now? Like, what do you think younger DJs should be doing now? With, Because with, the opportunities to play in the club early and and do those things to break your name as a DJ, like, we, we almost watch a whole calendar year go by of that. So we know how many guys come in in that n- next year every year, right? What would you say to those guys? What should they be doing right now?
1: Uh, it kind of depends on your situation, right? Like, myself, I'm married. I have mortgage. I, I have bills, you know what I'm saying? So, like, for someone that lives at home maybe still, and maybe doesn't have as much bills. You could probably, you know, just make it happen with Serb and increase, you know, and just work on your craft, right? But for some of the older DJs, like I said, if you have kids, if you don't have a, a, another income in the house, you know, what I mean, you gotta get a job. Like, at the end of the day, you got, you gotta, you got, it, like, it's financially, you gotta make it happen, right? Like, we're in. As you get older, you realize in the real world, it's you need money to make it happen, right? So if it's if it's killed you to the point where you can't survive then you got to go get a job. It's just that simple. You know what I'm saying? So depending on your income situation, kind of where you sit, you know, on there certain things can Serb hold you over until, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Whatever the case is, but like, it's, you know, it, it depends on the situation, but you got to, you got to make ends meet first and then worry about that DJ in part second.
0: But that that's what I'm, I, I think that's probably what I'm trying to get at is like, with the fact that the clubs are not gone. So I'm talking about the guys who are still kind of, they, they figured out their financial situation and stuff like that. There's no clubs, there's not really that much area for them to grow real early. Like you've always been someone who's been consistent mixtapes, and obviously when you stream and stuff like that. What other ways do you think that these guys could uh, maybe try to expand their brand right now?
1: Well, last time I checked, the internet's free, Instagram's free, everyone's at home. so you know it's one of those times you got to grind like you can hit up people are answering dms like I DM people all the time you know what i mean and and i'm getting answers from people that never would have answered before in the real world when it was all moving right so right now is the land of opportunity or at least the land of like you know setting some stuff up for when this is over you know hopefully being over at some point you know what i'm saying so that's kind of what you got to get you know got to think ahead of time and be like what you know what can i improve or what can i connections can I make so when things do open up you can hit the ground running
0: ah, this is a big facts, but I, I'm trying to I'm going to go back and forth with you because I know everything so I got to ask you questions that I already know the answers to but some of these people might not know the answers to so right. you you honestly if you've seen Ritz play before you know this guy literally can play many 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 different genres of music and not just on streams this is live in front of people this is something I've seen it myself now I got to ask you because I've I've seen you say, like, the Bubba Khan line before. And you know what I'm going with. This is my favorite. That's, like, Bubba's favorite line, of course, right? His favorite what? line. His, Bubba's yeah. favorite line has to be, this is my favorite. And then he says the song or the type. And of Star Wars is wicked. Yes, and Star Wars is amazing, right? But for you, my question is, is like, like, if you, like you get to play in front of the biggest crowd ever you've ever played for, and you can only play one genre, what genre is it that you're going up there and you're like, I want to rock this right here?
1: I go in that hip-hop bag and, and and tear shit up. And that's the one thing that I got to say to DJs is you got to have, it's like school. You got to have a master before you get your other credits. You know what I mean? So a lot of people right now just like are average at everything. You know what I'm saying? Instead of taking that new genre on and worrying about that, you know, master a genre first and then, get your you know get your next ones on top of that you know what i mean like too many guys will just play everything average it's like you still got to have a go-to thing you know more about you can play a little better than the next thing you know as time goes on obviously things raise up and you get better at everything right but you still have to have something that you know can rock and you're good to go with that one genre and then add another genre like don't be average at everything be you know be a, a excel at one then add another one and then, you know, make that happen and then add another one and make that happen. You know what I mean? Like too many people are like, I play everything, but it's you play everything like shit. So it's like, it doesn't <laughs> matter. You play everything.
0: Uh, or you play everything one time.
1: Yeah. It's, you can't just download a folder and trick people that know what's up. I learned that very early. It's like, okay, give me the 20 hottest Soka tracks and I'm going to play. And then you're playing with a Soka DJ and they're like, this guy don't have a clue what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? You got to learn. You got to watch DJs play it. You got to be invested in whatever music you're playing because when you play it for people that know what's up, they're going to see right through you. You can't just take I'm going to take the 20 hottest, you know, trap tracks and I'm going to go to a club and I'm going to burn down. You're not going to burn down because the people that know what's up are going to be like, yo, this is not authentic. You don't play this song with this song or whatever the case may be, you know?
0: Yeah, no, I feel you. That's dope. Um, Of course, now, uh, since uh COVID and all this stuff happened, you were playing live on the radio and... um and this like was right now. this yes but but it's a little bit different now this is what I want to touch on so um you were playing live in front of the people in the club on air and this was 3 days a week in Toronto and then now you're back on the radio and you're still playing for the people but now it's it's almost like twitch in the sense that you're not being able to see them have you cha- have you kind of changed your approach uh to your mixes um on the weekends here on the radio in, in Toronto
1: Absolutely. Um, I do G987, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Friday and Saturday nights, 10 p.m. to uh, 1 a.m. And the, the difference is I'm not playing in a club right now. Before it was live at a club. Now I'm doing more of a radio show. So I completely play different. And once again, getting back to what I was saying before is, you know, you hear a DJ now, you hear the mixtape, sounds like a party. You hear him on Twitch, sounds like a party. You hear him at a party, it sounds like a party. It's all the same set. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, people don't know how to switch up. You don't play the same on a mixtape that you play on radio, that you play on in a club right so since i've went from playing on the radio in a club to just on the radio of course i switch shit up maybe play things a little longer i can play songs that maybe aren't a super party hit you know what i'm saying because you're you're sitting down on the radio it's a different kind of vibe entirely so i've totally changed up the the way i do it you know what i mean That still gets in some party rocking sets and stuff but it's not you're not going to hear ritz on the radio and then go hear them in the club it's the same set and then download my mix it's the same set you know what I'm saying? I've been always big to to separate the three.
0: Facts. You know what I also I noticed I've noticed this year, um, obviously being able to work with you and and doing some of these interviews, cause I dropped all my interviews today. You definitely got a one two interview over yeah. me this year. Um doing a lot of these interviews, uh who has been your favorite so far this year that we've like been able to talk to and work with this year?
1: Um You know what? I think uh uh, the question I had with Maino yeah I, I hit Maino up and and you um, know in our big up the union uh, they hook up zoom calls for like different artists but I asked um uh, Maino what's the difference between being a uh, uh, independent artist and a uh, major label artist because in 2021 you don't need a label per se you know what I'm saying everything's available for you online so you know I mean he gave a really detailed explanation and I thought he really hit the nail on the head of the difference of being an independent and a major because so many people that produce rap, blah, 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 blah. They're all like, okay, do I want to get signed? Do I want to do this independent? Do I, you know what I mean? What do I do? So I thought he, he put a lot of shine on that. And of course you can check that interview out at DJ Ritz on Instagram.
0: That's what's up, yo. Shout out to my guy Ritz. Of course, like I said, I'm um, progressing right now as a DJ, even though the big stages are not there for us. Um, like you said, you've been doing the interviews and now, like, I want to talk about your stream numbers because your stream numbers are ridiculous. And rightfully so. You put in the work on a regular basis. Um, this year was uh, better. Well, How did you find this year? Because not being in the club, did you find that more people were streaming or less or about the same? Like, how did you feel about the streaming numbers this year?
1: I, I think it kind of goes in waves. Like, um, at the beginning of the pandemic, I did, like, 68 mixes in a row, 68 days in a row. That's right. So, obviously, at that point, the numbers were crazy right I I was killing but then you know when Twitch became a little more important and and money started coming in from Twitch a little bit you know I I do a little less mixes and then now that there's radio on top of everything you know what I'm saying hold on I
0: don't want to cut you you off I just I do want to plug it though when the pandemic started it was 60 days right
1: uh, 68 days which is I don't know why I did 68 but you know
0: 68 the, the first 68 days of lockdown in Toronto this guy dropped a mix every single day that was crazy. I remember that, and like I remember every day. I was like, this guy, this it's just never gonna end. And yeah, six. And they were
1: all different, and I didn't repeat any songs. And you know what I'm saying? So let's keep that real as well. It wasn't like you know, 40 of the same thing, and then whatever. I, I hit on everything, and I and if I replayed a song, it was maybe one or two because I don't think I did. So that's what's up.
0: That's what's up. Shout out to my guy, Ritz, of course, my first guest over here on The Drew Story. I'm going to do this each and every Wednesday and try to bring in some different guests and stuff. And kind of, like, connect the people on Twitch to a lot of the personalities on Twitch already. Remember, we do this each and every Tuesday right here. Of course, uh, it starts with Choices 6, Bubba Connor 8, and, of course, Specs at 9. This guy, DJ Ritz, at 10, and then, of course, myself at 11. Yo, Ritz, I got to ask you, man, because I know... This debate has been happening for a long time, and I, I know it changes as time goes. But everybody has that one favorite artist, and I know who yours is. But I'm gonna ask you. Like I knew this, I knew this answer like like ten years ago, twenty years ago, fifteen, whatever years ago. But I'm gonna ask you with the body of work and all the artists we've seen come and go. Has that changed?
1: No, because when I look at a favorite artist, I look at you know is it, longevity counts. So obviously, if you want to go longevity, you got to go. Busta Rhymes, Jay-Z, LL Cool J, you know what I'm saying? Like, But to me, the best rapper of all time was Big Daddy Kane. And I'm just saying because man could do a, a fast track, a slow track, a women's track, a guy's track. He could dance. He could perform. He was the complete package. And granted, I, I sound super dated saying this, you know <laughs> what I mean, like that. But you know that's just my opinion, and I've argued with many people. And trust me, if you're going to argue with me, you better have some points. Because I one thing I do know is my hip hop stuff. So you can't come with me n- with no fluff.
0: No uh, argument. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is facts. Um, this year, of course, like I said, no clubs, none of that stuff. We've actually done some different things this year. Uh, a cu- obviously early on in the year, we were in uh the union. Uh, had an online kind of battle competition thing, and we were both in it. Um. Yeah. Like, obviously, it worked out for both of us, and we both ended up being in the union. But during that time, um, like, how was your vibe? Because I know we weren't really doing the streams and stuff like that, and, like, you know what I'm saying? Well, we're hold-
1: I- we were holding off on it because of that, yeah.
0: actually. Yeah, I remember that part. Um, like, I remember doing it, and, like, the vibe in our city, like, the response I got from the people went, like during that competition, this city was really, like, it gave the city, our city, in my mind, on my end, um a little bit of excitement on your end during that competition did you did you feel that a little bit
1: yeah man it, it was nice to see people support you know like i i appreciate support whether it's like tuning into a stream tuning into a dj competition liking a picture you know what i mean that that, that stuff never lost on me you know what i mean like it, it's you know it, it's still it's just pressing a button but still there's lots of people i see and i don't press the button so you know what i'm saying like it's any kind of support, I always appreciate on any level, whether it's, like, giving me two bits or whether it's giving me a like or whatever the case is because, trust me, there's a lot of dudes out there that aren't getting it. So when you do get it, you got to be super appreciative.
0: That's facts. Um, shout out to everybody in our chat. I see everybody in the chat. Now, um, every Sunday, you can catch Ritz here. Um, 9 p.m. is is the correct time. And, Ritz, on Sundays, you go everywhere. You actually flex that, that musical... Uh, that music, those musical bones over there. i um, like, talk to me about like, I remember like when I first met you, it was like we were playing different things in the club and then like five years later, we were playing something else. Talk to me just a little bit for the DJs that are coming up and explain to them how important it is to change with the music as the time goes in the club. Because I feel like a lot of guys don't understand like how, like at one point I remember you playing like Lil Jon and the East Side Boys and they're going crazy. And then like maybe five years later, there's 1,500 people in the club and they're fist pumping. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, then the trap era. So just kind of explain how important it is to keep it moving as a DJ. Well,
1: it, like, once again, it depends on the DJ, right? Like me, I've always been a big club DJ. I, I, I want to be at the biggest club. I want the most people in front of me. And you know what I mean? That's the way I want the big system. I want the energy. And that's me, right? Like I said, there's not. I'm not saying that's better or worse than any other route, but if you're going to be a big club DJ with a thousand people, you're not a niche DJ. So you got to change with the times, right? So if I was going to say what I am on a list, club DJ would be number one. That's what pays my bills. That's what, you know, kept the career going. So as a big club DJ, you have to change with the times. Do I play stuff? I don't like all the time, but, you're playing for the masses. Yeah. Now, if you want to be a, a more niche guy and say, "Yo, I want to play only underground hip hop," or "I want to only play this or that," then you gotta you can't do the big clubs. You gotta do I'm gonna do it a two, three hundred, four hundred person club and niche it out. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what a niche market is. But if you're gonna play for the masses and the big thousand person clubs, don't think you're gonna go in there and meet Mr. Underground and do an you know an MF Doom set or something. And, you know, R.I.P. MF Doom I makes it, yeah. great music and stuff, but it's not the place you know i'm saying so it depends on kind of where you play usually smaller places you can be a little more niche because you don't need the masses and the masses want to hear what's hot right now so like i said when you do the big clubs you know people want it whatever's hot at that time you got to rock did i love it playing edm not really but it was cool in the club it rocked and you know i'm saying like i always looked at you know my club heroes the the kid capris the the DJ camellos, the funk flex, like you could go to a party. Like I remember when I first learned this, I went to New York, maybe early two thousands. And I went to go see um, DJ Riz. um, Who's a legendary New York DJ, hip hop, hip hop, hip hop, aficionado like big time. And I was, I saw him on a flyer and I'm like, yo, let's go see him. He's like the hip hop God. We're going to go see him. And this dude was playing mashup and rock all night, but the crowd was digging it. So in my head, I'm like, if this mega, you know, what I mean, I've seen Kid Capri, who's the 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 hip hop god, play a rock set, Nirvana and and Bon Jovi and blah blah blah. So, it, you know, what I mean, if you're a club DJ, you gotta cater to the crowd in front of you. If you're, you know, what I mean, to a certain degree, right? Like I said, there's there's niche environments, and I understand you gotta place you know, play some stuff that people don't know to try to educate, blah blah blah. But the the grand scheme of things, you just gotta give them the goods.
0: All right, now I need a Drew story. I need I need a Drew story. Of a club moment like that, you I think is I, you don't have to give me the greatest one, but give me like a top five in the club moment that like you was like okay, this is this is dope.
1: Oh my god, there's so many. There like, is a lot. That's why I was no, like, I consider when best. I say I've played thousands of parties, I've played thousands of parties. I'm I'm probably twenty years deep, two hundred parties a year. That's facts. No no cap as they would say nowadays. Exactly. So you know, nevertheless, I would say you know what just, just to give a couple off the top you know like university parties have been legendary you know done some crazy ones like that um uh, i remember one time i did a party jay Ru of damager showed up and okay. i got to play uh, do his you know he performed while i played the instrumentals that was cool i remember drew we did a uh, maestro fresh west showed up
0: that's right um, that was at the uh, at status yeah yeah got yeah. to play
1: that so yeah. you know yeah. when artists show up and then perform and you get to dj for them i think that's uh you know that's always a nice little rush you know what i mean
0: 100 i i think like I, I've for me, like I have my own bag, but with you, there's a there's like a, a a whole bunch of them. But I think for me, like with you, I think the ludicrous one is dope. Like uh oh, yeah, that was good. Uh that was good. we ludicrous was in the building and we were told not to uh not to make him perform. <laughs> but yeah. we had and we a just, we,
1: and I was like and I'm like, Drew f- screw it, let's play it. Like, yeah. I don't get let's just put him on the spot and we He did. was super we, mad and his manager yelled on us, but what are you gonna do bro you take you when you have them opportunities you go for it you know i mean and he still performed he did he told drew to stop being the hype man
0: (laughs) i was just hyped that it actually happened i was like this is fire
1: yeah we won we we we, you know and he was like all right that's after um, we played move bitch and after he's like all right guys that's it that's it i'm gonna relax now he was definitely put an end to it but you know what i mean whenever i've never been afraid to like when i see artists or this or that to go and just be like ask for something or just do it man like What's the worst that happens? Like, me and Ludacris ain't no best friends. So if, you know, if he's a little <laughs> mad at it, whatever, man. He, he rocked the party, and there you go. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's I mean, you Who's know what's, crazy? Us, though, what's
0: crazy is that, like, they would have preferred coming in and being like, hey, everyone, it's Ludacris. Ludacris, what up? And then that would have been it, and it really wasn't that hype. But when, when you drop Move and we had him, like, it was a wrap. Like, that whole place was moving. Like, it's it's up there as one of those moments for me. It's not like we just pulled that off and it was nothing obviously if you're an
1: artist you want to come in and take the money and do nothing i get it like you know what i mean but sometimes you just got to push a little and like i said it worked that time and we could have easily he could have easily been like turn that shit off i'm not doing any of this what are you guys talking about you know what i mean so it could have backfired but it didn't so i wish we had it on tape though
0: (laughs) you know it's funny the funny story is is we did have it on tape and uh, i think we went to eat after and it was snowing and i dropped my phone that same day, so that, that's, the, a, that's a Drew story. That bro. is a hundred percent the Drew story. That's what happened, and yeah, I missed that phone. We looked for that phone outside Camiso's for hours. <laughs> but oh, uh, yeah, I remember, remember? That. yeah, it was oh, in the snow. Uh, we were like, ah, it's out here somewhere. Um, uh, don't
1: don't let us get into the follies. We'll talk for another three hours.
0: Right. One thing I do know, um, and shout out to Bubba Khan because I've been able to do this with 808 is getting to play at a lot of different venues as a as a DJ that is in demand. Um, and has been doing this for a long time and has played at so many different venues. Playing at certain venues is so important in the sense of all the different moving parts. We talk about this all the time, like from the top all the way down. Where, I don't even know if it's, like what are some of your favorite venues that you've ever played? And when I I say that, I mean, you know what I mean, top to bottom in terms of like from like ownership and the people running it all the way down to the equipment and the sound guy. Like where are some of your favorite places you've ever played?
1: Like government, government main room is the was the ultimate ultimate thrill as a dj like that sound you know especially when the dj booth used to go up on the uh you know go up in the sky like you know what I'm oh saying? Yeah, like, yeah yeah that's right that was right. out of control yeah. you know what i mean i'm i'm resident at sugar daddy's nightclub right now um owner's amazing sounds always proper everything's just you know, like vic man yeah man definitely and um you know i i'm from back in the days like it nightclub you know, back in the days, if anyone remembers, that was an amazing place to play. Um, Joker back in the days, amazing place to play. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there was the Toronto has such a rich club history. You know what I'm saying? Like back in back in uh, the 90s and, and early 2000s. So, you know, it's there was a lot of there was a lot of good ones, man. Fluid playing at a legendary place like Fluid was amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was so many clubs back in the days. Like now, it's a little more you know scarce, but thankfully i got that that major club run in toronto thankfully i got to be a part of that in a major way so you know i mean and now it just sounds like uh folklore you
0: know what's funny it's uh it's funny we're talking about different clubs and i seen somebody in the chat write fluid i want to tell people a quick fluid story about dj ritz and me we were playing at fluid on a wednesday uh it was very yes you know where i'm going it was very very early okay it was like maybe 10 o'clock and uh Back in those days, um, when it was early, I would go outside with passes and try to get people to come in because you know it's just me and Ritz. It was there was no other teams, there's no promoters, there's none of this. It's just the club, me and Ritz. I remember these days, Ritz. Shout out to uh, who's our who's our what was Ralph. it? Ralph. Shout out to Ralphie. Ralphie was the manager over there. Okay, so <laughs> this is what happened. So one night, um, we go in, we set up whatever. You know, Ritz is there, whatever. He he plugs in, and uh, I go out. I got passes. I go out, whatever. And and uh, I get this text and it's written. He's like, You gotta come back to the club. You gotta come back to the club. And I'm like, I just came outside. So I, I call him and I hear him and he's like, Yo, I think Shaq is here. And I'm like, <laughs> What? And I'm like, Text me. How like, do you think
1: Shaq is I'm here? Like, how do you
0: How do you think think is Shaq is here? How's that possible, bro? You you it's either it's him or it's not, and he's like, No, I don't know. This guy's hand is huge and I don't know, he's standing by the
1: bar. Buddy, I'm like, is is that Shaq or is that another seven foot guy in a long uh, fur jacket?
0: So <laughs> I'm so far away, but at this point, I'm like, yo, man, it's Shaq. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I gotta, I gotta, I, I saw walk all the way back to the club, and sure enough, ten, what is it, 1020, 25 maybe at best, there is Shaquille O'Neal sitting at the bar. There's about maybe 20, 30 people inside, and, yeah, nobody notices that it's him, and it, it was hilarious. And then, yeah. And big
1: Up, uh, also, Fluid is also where um, I met Junior T as well. Big Up Junior T. He used to come by every week. we do our little thing, you know what I'm saying? And then, uh, yeah, met, that's so Big Up Junior T. That was the beginning of our friendship. I
0: met Junior T long before that, but, but that yeah, is for, that's for the Junior T stream over here. Those, oh, that, oh. That, that show, I'm telling you guys right now, when I get Junior T over here on The Drew Story, it's gonna be. We're gonna of talk those high ones. school stories. <laughs> um, thanks for doing this, bro. Obviously, uh, this is my first one, so hopefully, you know, this, this is this was some... the best interview of my life. You know what's funny? As it's not really at all, but you know, <laughs> uh, it's definitely on the top thirty. So I'm, I'm well, grateful. Well, at least
1: more for than the, I, I thought. Three people would tune in, so we're way ahead of the game. Well,
0: that's that's good. I'm I'm happy everyone's here, and shout out to everybody on Twitch. You know what? I'm I'm gonna ask you this before we do go. Um, uh. Being on Twitch and, and not just being on Twitch, but but experiencing Twitch, because forget forget uh just being on Twitch as DJs, but but this app and as guys who enjoy music, how much have you enjoyed the app?
1: Oh, I'll be honest. Uh, whether I was DJing on it or not, uh, I'm on Twitch all the time. Like my TV is all you know. TV watching is down. My YouTube watching, like, for me to be able to watch good DJs play is like the ultimate thing anyone that knows me i'm a complete dj hip-hop nerd so you know i'm either watching it on youtube you know what i'm saying but now i get to see it live so now we can watch like jazzy jeff play a three-hour set live you know what i mean those things weren't weren't around before you know what i mean so i think twitch like for dj wise is the best ever and it also gets to show you that a lot of the uh, Versace, uh, Versace shirt DJs and those, you know, the the fancy belt DJs, none of them are really on Twitch because they all, they all, you know, you know, you got to show skill on Twitch. So at the end of the day, it's also put a lot of guys cards on the table because, you know, you can't. It doesn't matter what shirt you're wearing. It doesn't matter what background you have. Although if you're Bubba Khan, it matters. because It matters, it's background, yeah.
0: It honest. matters. To but him. I'm saying
1: a lot of DJs show their true colors, hence why they don't do lives. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't fake it. If you're garbage and, you know, it's easy when everyone is drinking and dancing in the club to suck. But when you're playing on Twitch and in front of people, it's a lot more obvious. So, you know, there's a, there's a lot of DJs that haven't joined, but I know why they haven't joined. Because if it's just you and people and you and your skill and these people, it ain't going to work. So, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it's opened it up to, and there's also a lot of DJs that I followed and I didn't know they were this good. Like I'll watch a guys, you know, on, on thing, I'll be like, oh shoot, like, I didn't know this guy could play this properly or or this guy can burn down this. So it's also expanded my knowledge of DJs that I didn't, maybe I didn't, not didn't think were good, but I didn't know, you know, what they really had. And then you watch them on Twitch, you're like, wow. And I'm sure it's the same thing for me. Maybe someone just saw me play in the club out as like, a club DJ, whatever, then comes on Twitch and like, yo. This guy knows his stuff. He play, you know what I mean. He's proper. So at the same time, it's also expanded. If you're a good DJ, it's expanded you big time, and all the bad DJs never came on anyway. So you know, chances are if you're not on Twitch, I'm not saying it's everybody, but I'm saying a good percent. You know, there's a reason you ain't on here.
0: Well, I, I give it to some guys because they they people had to have been skeptical at the beginning because nobody knew how long we would be locked down. So I mean, I'm not I I see what you're saying. I think there's two types of guys out there. I think obviously there's one that that you're right they they could hide behind certain things and and not be that guy that you can stare at they're they're the guy you can listen to in a club but they're not the guy you can watch a hundred percent i i agree with that but at the same time i think there's a lot of guys who were skeptical you know what i mean about
1: well there's also djs that found other names too right like yeah. i know djs that found other names and that that's cool too but i'm just saying like for like, for me it's like this is a love a passion uh everything so you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, I can't not do something. You know what I mean? I can't I can't be like, I'm not going to DJ for six months. Like, that's me. I'm built different than a lot of guys as well, so that's fine, right? But I'm saying, you know, whatever I've said this whole interview, I never – it's never an all or nothing thing. It's just – you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's just a fact that if you're not a very good DJ, you're probably not going to do Twitch because you can't get away
0: with being not that good. This is 100% f- – I, I think – you know, even for myself, like I'm not, I'm not like some of the DJs I work with at all. Like, but I try to put in the work in terms of remixes and and stuff like that. And I think, I think at this point, like knowing how long we've been locked down and what's going on and stuff like that, I think guys gotta, like guys who aren't doing anything and guys who are, like we still have to be creative in the sense. You of, made like,
1: your like, remix name on Twitch before Twitch. People weren't like Drew the Remix guy. You possible. had remix and stuff. You played them, but you weren't. It wasn't like now. So Twitch is a perfect example of. Oh my God, Drew's got some remixes. You got guys calling you Remix King and the remix this and that. And it's like that was never happening before Twitch. So you're a perfect example where it's like, okay, this guy was an MC. Okay, he DJ, you know, a little. Oh, let's see what he has. So I think uh, you're a perfect example of a guy that gets helped by Twitch. You know what I mean? For me, I'm just solidifying what people already know or maybe a doubt. You had to earn a lot of people's respects, right? So, which you did. So, For you, like I said, a a DJ like yourself that, you know what I mean, like that that wants to get, you know, to wants to improve and and more importantly, show people you can do it. You can't, you know, you're at a party. There's only so many people there. You know what I'm saying? So uh, online, is it's infinite possibilities. So, you know what I mean? Good on you for, you know, expanding your brand on this and stuff. And I think for a guy like myself, it's, you know, it's expanded a little, but uh, it was more of a just keep the train moving. You know what I'm saying? No,
0: big facts. And you know what? I want to shout out to the guys around me, Uh, Ritz and Bubba Khan. Behind the scenes, like, for me, like, I'll be honest with you. Like, there are times where I'm lazy and I'm just, you know, they know what's up. But those two guys, like, being around these guys all the time. And you know what? It's so crazy because people say your friends are, tell me who your friends are, yada, yada, yada. But, like, these guys always push me. Obviously, with Bubba, my backgrounds and overlays are never good enough. But we continue to try over here, of course. And (laughs) uh, with with you, it's the same thing. The work ethic, bro. You continue to do the work. I just wanted to have you here for the fir- as my first guest because, bro, like, honestly, I wouldn't be here or have these opportunities if it wasn't for guys like you, and I just wanted to big you up and, and tell you that. And, of course, like, just congratulations on another dope year because, bro, to, to think that, like, you know, like, numbers didn't drop at all, bro. You, you put in the numbers, the work, um, like, the union stuff, everything, bro, and, like, I just wanted to, you know, tell you, you know what I mean? I appreciate you and, and all, all that comes with it, you know what I mean? Oh,
1: you know what? I work hard, man. So at the end of the day, I treat this like a job. I put in the hours like a job. So, you know, to anyone out there looking for my slot, you better wake up early in the morning, bro. I'll tell you that
0: much. You better not go to bed, bro. There's no sleeping around here.
1: There's been a lot of guys that have, you know, there's a lot of people that try to take the, you know, try to take the position or try to, you know, thing, but it's like they don't realize the work that goes into it, right? Like I'm working 24 seven. I don't do these social media breaks. I don't do the, You know, I'm not working today. I don't do that shit. Like I'm going full force period. So like I said, you know, it's, it's, that's why my place is solidified because a, you got to outwork me. That's, that's problem one. And then let's not even get into skill and knowledge of music and all this business. So, you know, the best thing to do, carve your own lane. You see me, I am what I am. I don't, I don't play it up. I'm not going to come with lightning bolts in the side of my head and 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 cut up the eyebrow and, and you know what I'm saying like it, it, I am what I am and like I just encourage DJs like if you're you know whatever kind of person you are just you know your DJing is is, is an extension of that so don't go you know you don't got to go crazy and uh, you know follow everyone else cuz believe me that shit don't always work
0: Well bro um I know this is definitely not going to be my last conversation with you here, but I just wanted to thank you for. Probably going to talk later. <laughs> yeah, we're probably going to just stay on. Not the on Zoom. Twitch though. You know what? We've been we've been just talking on Zoom now. <laughs> That's what we do. He has a live studio camera. I have a live studio camera. That's what we're doing over here. So. Yeah. We basically
1: did this so we can raid Bubba Khan. So, That's it. Uh, make so, sure everyone stays there. <laughs> stay right here.
0: Obviously, uh, we are going to hit that raid right now, but I just wanted to big up to everybody in the building. Thank you so much, Ritz. This is the first installment of the Drew story. Big up to my guest, the one and only holding me point the right way. Oh, not too far because I want my hand to cut off. That guy. Oh, can
1: that. you hear my sound effect if I do it? Hold on.
0: Of course easy I can. Breaks, breaks. Yeah. Awesome, Buddy, we're, we're on fire, man. We're we on know, fire. We, we got Zoom on our Twitch now. Woo. Yeah. We we've definitely become those guys, but anyway, thank you, Ritz. Uh, we're gonna hit my guy Bubba Khan right now with the raid. Big up to everybody in the building. Uh, audio ambassador, Fun Fit, Mom, Shanti, uh, Junior, Junior T, Chico, Test Me Later, E. Everybody in the building, thank you guys so much. And uh, yeah, we up and out till uh till till tomorrow, I guess, for the traffic jam. Celebrity Drew, big up, Ritz.
1: Drew's on every day.
0: Literally, we're out. Peace. Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> and I left you up. I need to fix that. Oh, that's the best part of the show, right there.
1: Sorry, that's how I felt like ending. Sound oh, effects. Now.
0: Damn it. <laughs> now he's gone. Okay, bye. Good. All right. Thank y'all. Peace.